Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. It's all in one place and it's free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recreating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available now on Spotify. Of course, they're optional. And when you want to take your conversations with your fans to the next level, the Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking and to get the conversation going. With Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including podcast ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Listen, ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, it has truly taken my show to a whole new level, especially with having the options like the video podcast, the Q&As and the polls, and has let me be creative in a completely different way and connect with my audience in a completely different way as well. So I highly recommend that you give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters app or either go to the website, which is spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. You're now listening to the Girl Take Note Podcast, hosted by Shawnee Sanders, former series satellite radio host and TV personality. This is the only podcast energizing women to live life unapologetically and enjoy the journey. So, if you're ready for a hilarious, candid, and honest show, then let's jump into today's episode, where we're discussing all things black culture, relationships, current events, and everything in between. Now, here's your host, Shawnee Hey guys, welcome to the Girl Take No Podcast with me, your host, Shawnee Sanders. And today I got my special guest co-host with me, my bestie, my ride or die kind of chick, Chrissy Blair Odom. What's up, Chrissy? Hey, Chrissy here. <laughs> I love it. I am so glad that you've finally been able to make it on the show with me. Like, seriously, okay? Because we had one plan before, guys, and she had to cancel on me, okay? Which is kind of messed up, but she's here now. Okay, good. I'm glad. But listen, let me tell you guys about Chrissy Blair Odom. She is, God, I don't even know. Like, you guys don't even know. Like, she is a fashion designer. Right, she's been in the fashion game for a very long time. Worked with some of the biggest names in fashion. A lot of you don't even know about those labels. Um, so she's doing very well in that. And now she is the creator, the CEO, the director, the innovator of the Lux Box. And for you guys, don't know what the Lux Box is. She's gonna tell you what it is, but I'm gonna just tell you exactly what I say. I'm, I know it to be. Yeah. It's luxury in a box. That's exactly That's what it. it is. It's luxury <laughs> items in a box. And nobody does it like she do. I actually got one from my husband um, two years ago. And it's actually on my Shawnee Sanders page. So if you guys want to go to that page and look for that post. But it was a black box. And it was everything that was luxury black in it. And it was just beautiful. So you guys have to definitely go to her page, Lux Box. And she'll tell you all about it. So Chrissy, tell them all about the Lux Box. So, Lux Box <laughs> is my baby. It, it was something that was born out of me because I felt like we all should be accessible to luxury. I felt like yes. it doesn't mean that we have to be any big person or any millionaire to have luxury, right? So I wanted yeah. people to be able to give gifts to their loved ones, whether it's your spouse, your sister, your brothers, whatever. And you say, yep. you know what? I want to put a little a zhuzh in it, a little lux in it. And so <laughs> I thought of the lux box because I was like, you know, I want to celebrate our loved ones, our people, anyone around us. We want their birthdays, yep. their celebrations, their graduations, their weddings to be special. And I felt like yes. this was needed in, in all ways. So I created that space because that's where it came from. Just a heartfelt thing. 
I started it with my own husband before he was my husband. Yes. I want and and, yep. and you too. You remember I, I came up with yep. the concept very early, and I just said, "Wow, what would this be if a woman or a man could just say, you know what? I don't really have the time to shop. I don't have the time to yeah. put these things together. We don't all have the time to package and do all these things." And I wanted that to be special. I wanted to not lose the specialness of when we package and present something to our loved ones. And that's what Luxbox. Yes. Is. So. The specialness of give, yes. gift giving. Gift giving is such a, for those, especially with the holidays coming up, this would be a perfect time to definitely get the Lux Box because the holidays are coming. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, yes. it's a perfect time to get it. And just being able to give someone the gift. I mean, there's something about giving gifts to people, especially if you're a giver. You know what yes. I mean? Like you love to, I love to give gifts. You love yes. to give gifts, which is why the Lux Box was such a natural progression of your career yes. because you love gift. You love luxury items. You know what I mean? Affordable luxury items. You know, being that you've been in fashion and you're always like have some cool earrings have something that you're wearing it's always fashionable and luxury to people anyway and so this was a really great transition for Absolutely. you it you know, really was don't understand like what i'm like sometimes the, the, the crossover but it was always a part yeah. of me because no matter what whether yeah. i was doing fashion hair anything with this it was about making a person's or persons feel special so the Lux yes. box does that. You order your Lux box. You you you're telling me what you want in it. You're telling me about your special yes. person. You're saying to me, you know, this is what they love. Can you create a good vibe for them? And that's what we do. Yes, we create the vibe yeah. around what you're saying your special person wants. That's what Lux box. Does. Yes, that's, that's so it. awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Listen, you guys are going to be able to definitely reach out to Luxbox. All the information is going to be in the podcast notes, of course, and also on YouTube. All the information will be down there as well. So you got to go follow the Luxbox on social media, on Instagram, and definitely make sure you put an order in. It's that time of the yeah. year. Order's a good time. It's going to get busy. You know how yeah. it is sometimes with shipping. So make sure you get your orders in right away. Absolutely. Now, I thought about this topic today to do this show called Trending Topics, right? So it's all about talking about everything that's going on, maybe on social media, um, reality TV. And the reason why I did it with Chrissy, because me and Chrissy are always on the phone <laughs> talking about all this type of shit. And we're like, might as well put it on a podcast and give it for everybody to hear. <laughs> because if you ask me, we, listen, we are the cast of those reality shows. <laughs> How we're we part feel. of the cast you know what I mean <laughs> we're always talking about um all types of stuff that's trending on social media like hey did you hear about Kanye and the bullshit he's doing <laughs> so we're definitely gonna talk about Kanye today and we can start with Kanye let's yeah, just start with Kanye absolutely because I feel like what Kanye is doing is not new Kanye has had a history of just like spiraling saying weird shit doing weird shit, saying dumb shit, putting his foot in his mouth, um, disrespecting people. You know what I'm saying? Like he has been doing this for so long and it's so crazy. I saw this guy on social media the other day on Instagram and he said, listen, let's not give Kanye that excuse anymore about, oh, you know, his mother passed away. He just started acting really crazy. And I'm just, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, I don't think it's an excuse. I think it's really what's happening. Like ever since his mother passed, he has been spiraling out of control like he's just so full of himself he think he is the most creative person in the world right, right. he think he just knows the truth better than anybody else do right. but what he said about george floyd the rants that he's been on about the jewish community i mean they are getting ready to cancel his ass yeah. like seriously her, her and i just don't know what's really happening to him well what i what i'm gonna say to that is that i'm not even worried about what's happening to kanye I know that he yeah. struggles with mental health. I don't know to what yeah. degrees. I feel like his mom's passing may have contributed to more of an escalation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's my opinion. Yeah. I'm not a yeah. doctor, so I'm not going to be your diagnosis. But what I will say is, yeah. as, a, as a person in that position, as a person on these platforms, we always talk about this. Young man or man, you went up there and said something very derogatory about George Floyd. His killers have been convicted and sent to prison. And you have now tried to downplay that in your platform yeah. for people yeah. who don't even care about you. You're 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 up playing it to a certain audience to gain their trust by demising another experience of a family, a man who yeah. died yeah. in this way, of, of yeah. a very violent, terrible way. The one time we could yeah. get the justice suffice to the crime. You get what I mean? Like you're like doing yeah. these wordings and you're saying these things it's like do you understand that it has an impact be 
beyond your mental state because this man was convicted by a jury and judges yep. and said, hey, he did this crime. He murdered this man. And you're over here telling people yeah. that's not the case. And unraveling everything, these prosecutors, these so-called the police that were good police who did police work, um, um, yeah. um, you know, you know, people who are there for the family, who stood for the family, the community who witnessed this, those kids who taped it. And was like, yo, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, oh my I God. Like I'm, and their lives that were put in danger yeah, because of it. they are also traumatized for the rest of their life by watching a man die yeah. on the street. So, yeah. man. Sir. Just that theory of him saying that somebody inter like injected him with something. And I just said to myself, millions of us watched that video. Millions of us. And you telling me that you're the only person. That observed something. The only one. Like, that, that shit is weird. I'm so tired of... Um, I know he might have mental problems. Well, then lock him up. Put him in a certain jacket. Yeah, situation. put him away. I don't want to hear from him anymore yeah. on that level. I wish I could have had something else to say. I don't appreciate what he's doing. And I know he said a lot more things and, and to offend a lot of cultures and other people. And, I, and I'm not yeah. even um, sufficing that because my thing is that your platform is so large, brother. Brother, <sighs> your mom is gone. And I know that Donda was also a very educated woman. I think she taught mm -hmm. you the, the ways of like to fight for the truth. I don't yeah. think she misguided yeah, she you. Did. I, won't, I won't say that about your mom. I think she wanted you to be a beacon for your people. Yeah. You have for your people this platform and turned it about you. Period. You he has. And I think some effects on others. You're thinking about yourself. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's just not respectful of him and I'm done. He's not. And sometimes I mean, you know, sometimes I think to myself like, damn, you know, maybe he just say a lot of this shit just for shock value. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he say a lot of this just to, yeah, it is. Like he just want to say stuff to get people riled up and get people talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Because you wanted to release your new line at Spring Fashion with him along. Yes. Right? You did the yep. White Lives Matter t-shirt and started saying these anti-Semitic statements yep. once this guy was sleeping with your ex- Let me just go back to that. Your ex-wife. He's a Jewish guy. <laughs> Let's just go. You, you want to get deep? You're mad at him for sleeping with your yes. ex-wife. He's Jewish. You took the whole Jewish thing and went we this way. Then you're at the law fashion week. You want people to pay attention. You had the Balenciaga deal at the time. You had Balenciaga promoting you and you wanted people to pay attention. And you decided you're going to do a White Lives Matter t-shirt with the most disrespectful, uncouth, ridiculous woman on the fucking planet. In it's the world. On this planet. And smiling. Candace like, Owens. Okay. For the platform. Yeah. You're not trying to help yeah. anyone. You took it about yourselves. That's it. I mean, <laughs> it was so laughable that he stood there with Candace Owens. Like, and I said to myself when I saw it, I was like, you know what? You would stand it with her. Because she's the only black woman in America that doesn't think she's black. That doesn't recognize she's black. You know what I mean? Like she really, I feel like she thinks she's someone else, like of a different race. Like I don't even know, know. what that race I, is. I but it's, it's definitely not black. I just look at her and say, some of the things that come out of your mouth, my sister, still my sister, you're so ridiculous. I know you're married to a white man, but God, give, give, it, a, give it a break. That's what I said too. Like give us a break. Give us a break. He's probably more blacker than you are, to be honest with you. It's not about being black or white. It's like, do you know right from wrong? Like, that's wrong. We are being, no. you know, like, mm -mm. it's just a wrong. Like, even if a white man gets beat up by the police, you think I'm mad at, like, no, I don't accept, like, oh, he should be beat up because he's white. No, I'm saying police have a problem. They don't Police have brutality is a problem overall, and no I matter who it is. Who yeah. Bro, we have to get this under control. Our, our nation is facing a bad state. And we have yeah, people trying to it divide is. us, right? And we have people saying they yep. want civil war and all these things. And you guys are keeping up the rhetoric that causes the civil wars. How? <laughs> no. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> Looking what? at it now, like if you look at Kanye now and you think about the stuff he's saying, you're saying to yourself now, I understand why Kim divorced yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you have, and what he doesn't realize is that you have all these children. Who are mixed. And I think people don't remember that part. Like you have children who are going to grow up your black children who are going to grow up and see this and see that their father said yes, this stuff. They can't go away. And then it's like, how's that going to make you feel? For their lives. And you're going to make them feel completely yeah. psycho crazy for Cocoa Puffs because you won't stop. Yeah. So I, yep. and I know you want to blame it all on Kim, but I won't, I don't 
believe your false narrative about Kim anymore. You want to blame it on I Kim? I don't either. Like Kim is I really don't. No, you're the one speaking. Where is she at? She was yeah. with Pete Davidson. She didn't care about what you were saying. You know what's so crazy? When you said that about the Jewish community and Pete Davidson being it's Jewish, it. it makes so much sense. Like, honestly, yo, I never thought about it in it's that manner. But now thinking about it, and I'm like, yo, you're just he jealous. You're jealous, jealous that Pete Davidson, out of all the people in the world, out of all the most unlikely people that we would have ever saw Kim with, yeah. right? Pete Davidson was dating her, and you just got, got mad that. about that. So that's like the homeboy. Kanye. No, no, Kanye, you're death con on. You've been trying to take this guy down. That's so, so crazy. So now you came with this whole other narrative. And I get what you're, you're trying to say. If you said it in a business-like, formal way to say, you know what? We do have people controlling certain things. We, we want our seat at yeah. the table. We want our chances. I'm yeah. not saying that. But you're just attacking a particular group because you were mad this woman, this man slept with your wife. That's what you're, you're mad, more about. mad about. That's that what you're really mad about. Everyone else. I'm sorry. Instead of going directly at him, you rather go at the yeah. entire remember, Jewish community, and that's when you Pete. messed up. It didn't make. Yeah, and all the stuff that he's been through. You know, Pete has suffered from depression and stuff like that, so he's been through some things. Oh my goodness, did we lose Chrissy? I think she fell off. Oh my goodness, I think her reception fell off. Well, you gotta excuse it because Chrissy is in Florida. You know, they had the hurricanes down there, and I think she dropped off unexpectedly. So hopefully she'll be able to rejoin us on the show. We'll give her some time. Um, but the whole Pete Davidson and Kanye West thing is real. And it's so funny that she brought that up because I had no idea that's what was happening, that he did that because of that, which is so crazy to me. Now I get it. He really did do that because of that. All right, guys, we're going to pause and I'm going to see if she's going to be able to come back on um, and jump back in the studio. We was getting to such a good topic. We was going so good. Listen, before we got cut off, we was talking about Pete Davis because you made a very interesting point that I never thought about. And I don't even know if anybody else thought about it or that I've seen think about it, that Kanye went on this whole Jewish ransom because Pete Davis, who's Jewish, was basically fucking his wife, his ex-wife. So that's why he went on this whole rant about everything. And it makes so much more sense now since you said it. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. It really do. It's Jewish from what I understand. I could be wrong. Yeah. If y'all know, tell me I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure when I first wrote about him, something about his Jewish roots. I don't know from where, from who, yeah. how connected it is. And he's from Staten Island. And I said, oh. Yeah. Okay. From Staten so Island. Like, and then SNL is a, is a show that produces a lot of Jewish comedians. Let's just be honest. There's a lot of writers oh, yeah. out there. There's a lot of cast that oh, are yeah. Jewish descent. Um, and so for yep. you to come and attack them makes me understand it wasn't really a true attack for anything in particular. It's just because you're mad because this man mm -mm. slept with your wife. You've been trying to get her back. It wasn't yep. working. And he kind of no. deployed that. Basically, Kanye was caught up in his feelings. I, exactly. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> He, he was caught up in his feelings. Who saw his wife with a man? That's exactly That's what it. that was. Like God, yeah. but now he don't sit up there and talk about the whole entire Jewish yeah. community. Because he feels and like, now oh, they're all up in arms and ready to come and yeah, cancel and, him. And, you know, and, and you know, he could talk about cancellation. No, dude, you canceled yourself because you're being a very he did. You're being beyond. You know, what's so crazy. I saw something he put on, um, I don't know when this was, but it was on Twitter because I was going through his feed. And, you know, and I saw that he put something on, but I created cancel culture. <laughs> Girl, that's what I'm saying. Like, he said he created cancel culture. He's the one who gave Quentin Tarantino the idea for Django, right? And the funny story oh my about God. that is, like, after my husband and I went to see this film, you know, because we're, we're researchers, we love movies, we love film, we love TV people, yeah. sports people, whatever. So we love research. And yeah. when we, we saw Django come out, you know, we were like, wow, you know, look at Django telling the truth about what they feel is the truth. And we want to yes. him. You know, the black man's story. He's a bounty hunter with a German guy helping him with his love, yep. wife, who's enslaved with all oh, these, yeah. you know, crazy uh, scenarios. And then this man had the nerve to say he gave Quentin Tarantino that idea. Now, mind you, <laughs> later on when we watched this film, we were just interested. So we saw that there was a Django created back maybe in the 70s, 60s, I don't know what year. I don't want to lie. 
you know, at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. I don't know it offhand. But we saw it and I said, Russell, there's another Django, you know, created. And then he said, Babe, that guy who played the original Django was in the film. So he said, Remember the Oh, he said, was. Do you know how to spell it? At the bar, if people don't pay attention to small little intricate things, he said, Babe, that was the original guy who played the bounty hunter for Django back then. Now, the story may have been different because I think they put it a different way. I think Quentin Tarantino stole, you know, not stole, but got the influence and decided, you know what, we're going to make Django a, a slave who came out of slavery and is looking for his loved one. I'm not sure if the original Django yeah. is the same film, but for you to get up and say that you're the one who gave them the idea because you thought your video for Gold Digger was going to be about a slave who ran away or whatever, and now you're saying that oh my god jimmy fox started filming so i says you know being from fashion and working with good artists whether they're actors or artists i know how long it takes yeah. production to get things done doesn't happen overnight. yeah so even if you stole my idea, no it doesn't four months later i can't be filming your idea I have to get my writers mm -hmm. involved. I have to get the studio involved. I have to get everybody on board before I can even, I gotta get a budget. It's a lot that goes mm -hmm. into production. So you're not gonna tell me that overnight you told Jamie and Quinn you had an idea about this person. And next thing I know, four months later, Jamie's filming Django and he stole it from you. And Django was a film previous to this. You're not gonna say that to me. But that's Kanye. That's Kanye taking, taking credit for everything. Like I said, he feel like the fashion world wasn't relevant until, he came, until he came into it. Can you believe that? When you think about all those fashion designers before him, but he felt like it wasn't really relevant until he came into it. As if, as if what he brought to the fashion industry was so, um, so just like game changing. When I'm like, like, what do you call his fashion before? Rags and tatters. Rags and tatters. He looks like a plumber going to unclog a sink. Mm. I don't care what he say. And you know what's so crazy? The fashion world has been putting him on this like fucking hype. Do you know what I'm saying? And like some people in fashion have been putting them on that hype. Because this is what we tend to do as creatives, you know? Um, yeah. Some, you know, he made a whole film by himself about being a genius. They, they said, yeah, he's a genius. That's his moniker. And then people ran with, you know, that, that yeah. narrative. So then he said, I'm a genius of fashion too. I'm a genius of music. I'm a genius of everything. And people ran with the narrative. And now we're trying to dump yeah, they like did. a boat that's taken on water. That's life. Yeah. I, you know, I ain't got no beef with yeah. him, but hey, y'all gave him the door pass. He came in and now look what we're doing. The That's what he's doing now. And I'm just like, you know, watching that documentary about Kanye, one thing I can say, his mom did give him such a, a way of thinking about himself that he that he really created this I life for himself. Him. You know what I mean? He was he was so positive. It. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like I do too, but it's like it he just took it to a whole nother I level like now. You what? know what I mean? It's one thing to be a positive person, to have a positive outlook and speak things into existence and to believe that you can do this yeah. stuff and believe in yourself. But it's but like, I wanted, damn, Kanye, you just take it to a whole nother level. Yes, you are a very creative person. I am not taken away from your moniker. But sir, yeah. be respectful. And number number two, I know that yeah. Miss Donda did not want you to be this way. I think she wanted you to have the no. best confidence as a black man. I, I'm just going off the whim. I don't know her. But when I saw yeah. her, even within that interaction of the documentaries and stuff. And when I saw her in life, yeah. said, this woman is, yeah. is truly gifted, educated. She brings a great gift oh, yeah. son. And she wanted yes. to be the best he could be. To and believe I'm not in himself. You can't be the best of yourself, sir. But when you start disregarding as if everything that came before you and after you mm -hmm. doesn't matter because it wasn't your babe or your idea or your manifestation yeah now we're in a whole different yeah you know you're not really touching on continuing legacies you're talking about yourself yeah as the legacy and you're forgetting yep. that there was a lot of creative people around you sir including your mother who a lot you a lot to these levels nobody does it alone don't sit here and tell me you did this all. You know what he had the nerve to say? And I, this one may be already. I'm, I'm going to be done with this after this. You said that yeah. the reason why you doubled down on the white, not the White Lives Matter, was the White Lives Matter t-shirt? I think it was that. Was because you felt like your genius kicked in. God kicked in. And he said, say that. And it's just the truth that White Lives Matter in your brain. 
And I'm not dispelling that white lives matter. We're not saying that. What we're saying is, sir, Mm-mm. we know this certain phrase is used as a counteraction to black lives matter. It's not it's not a true being. It's not a true existence. It's not saying, oh, please, it's not. Use white lives because y'all forgetting us. It's saying black lives saying they matter. Hey, we're white. We're matter too. What's up? That's a whole different disrespect. It's not the same. So stop. It really is. Stop it's, it really isn't. Ride this wave of like, it's just the truth. And I'm genius. And that's what my brain brought me to. I'm not falling for it. And I don't accept it. I mean, and you I'm know what? Like, you're right. It's so crazy. Kanye is so crazy. We can go forever. about this conversation this forever. And you're right. We're going to stop like, it because. Yeah, listen, it is. And we're just going to move on from him. Like, all we can do is pray for him. I'm yeah. just going to pray for you, Kanye. I don't Good know what else to do. I pray that, you know, life. you get the help you need with your mental health issues. I pray that you get what you need. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know. That's just a fucking train wreck. God bless him. I love exactly you. your good that's friend we'll yeah. thank you bless you yeah so we're gonna shift from kanye and we're gonna move over to the beef of a century <laughs> <laughs> everybody's talking about it still um Nicki minaj and fucking cardi b this is how i feel four scenes they're I'm beefing. So, I don't. I'm so lost. I don't like it has been an ongoing beef, and I don't even know if anybody remember how it actually started. And I, I, I don't even know if I remember how it actually started. I just remember they tried to fight each other, and Cardi got that big ass knot on her head. I don't know what happened, you know, during that, that time, but it's been going on, and it's been going on ever since then. Like ever since then, it's still going. And it's not that I'm I think so they've been shocked. making like this songs and stuff like that about each other. I think it's just been a lot happening behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like bad mouthing each other and stuff like that. But it's so crazy that this is beef is still going on where people are like, if you're, I, you know, this is so crazy. Like I was on TikTok yesterday before a couple of days ago, and this girl was on there talking about she was so upset she was like i am this is a cardi b fan page and i mean she was screaming that shit and she was like if you are down from Nicki minaj stop putting that shit in my comments move on don't like nothing on my page like she is such a cardi b fan and i've noticed that the cardi b and the Nicki minaj fans and Nicki fans the barbies right they are so fucking dedicated to each other like Cardi B fans are dedicated to her. Nikki fans are dedicated to her where it's like so much so with Nikki fans that if you don't support Nikki as a fan, they they like block you, cancel you, you done type of shit. There is no, oh, I like Nikki and Cardi to them because I like Nikki and Cardi. I don't even know why I got to choose when I can have both. You know that song? Why should I choose between this one and that Absolutely. one when I can have both? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like telling people we because they're both for each other. It's like saying that, yeah. you know, I don't know, like example, like, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Misa Hilton. She's my um, great mentor. You know, she's, yeah, she you are a big fan of Misa. Head. She's my mentor in my head. She has taught me yeah. from fashion from when I was growing up and I just loved everything yep. she did in her life and to see her today and then I'm still yep. like I was ready to like join her academy I'm like damn I'm old as hell I can't even I know it's for the young kids but I'm just like ready to go to her school again like just to re-educate myself <laughs> oh, you're like, I you know so it's like saying yeah. to the people around us that they don't have space it's like blocking us out of each other as black women number one or or Latino yeah. Afrocentric women or whatever you want to call it and just as a rap star as a woman um, bringing this platform and you're telling each other we don't have space why basically yeah i don't know, I don't know. and you know what's so crazy i don't even think it's they are saying that nikki i don't know but they're saying that nikki has been canceling chicks from the rap game for a long time like chick who try to get into this rap game have not been able to succeed simply because of her uh, right because she has maybe, canceled them out she has made sure that they didn't power. make it like, I think they are. I, I really like, believe that they're giving her too much power. This, that's the narrative that's being circulated. Maybe Cardi mm-hmm. said, bitch, you ain't gonna cancel me. And now everybody mad. You know what I mean? That's all that is. And her. she didn't. She's, she's just not. No. She's relevant. Mm-mm. She's still, she's still doing her thing. She's still Cardi. doing it. We love Cardi before rap, after rap, forever. Yep. She's just a personality that will never go away. She's big personality. 
you know, it's so crazy because I yep. never forget when I was watching her when she was on Love and Hip Hop, and they go, "That's not gonna be a star," and I didn't know in what. I just felt she was, and she's always had this crazy Instagram like, doing this crazy her. stuff. I'm gonna follow her. She wasn't even. Yes, I didn't know. That and that's what I'm saying. That. I was just like, oh, she wanna be a mm-hmm. rapper. Oh, that's so cute. That's why I used to say, but she's a star because of her personality to me, my eye. She and was. Said, wow. You could tell that from Love and Hip Hop yeah, that she was going to be a star. Like, and and the one thing I could say, I yeah, but the one yes. thing I can say is that I respect her to be 100% because you saw her yeah. fucking grind. You know what I'm saying? Like You really saw her grind. You saw how she was like trying to get in the studio, trying to make yeah. sure she get her music heard and people wasn't really trying to feel it like that. And she uh, just blew yeah, she the fuck exactly up and put everybody to so, bed. Can't cancel that type of personality. I'm sorry, sorry, no. whatever y'all want to call y'all. Sound. But you're right. You know, the her. point is matter. Like you said, I don't know why both can't be. Why they can't just be both existing in this arena where they are, right? And it'd be really nice to see that they don't that they don't have these issues with each other. To see both of them on a, a song together would be like, oh my god, that should be you crazy. Know I you know what I mean? Like I crazy. Never happen. I feel like the fans. I wouldn't say it will never happen either. Because I think so too. Oh my God, I gotta go get my a, a, a place, and we have a voice, and we can always sit behind our computers, always start beefs that even these stars are and just say whatever, right? No. Listen, today has been full of unexpected things uh, happening. You know, hasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we can't control the narrative. I can't people want to, but you can't. No matter how much you want to. Things are just like things happen. So we're gonna continue on. So yeah, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. This beef. Now, one thing I did not know, I didn't know the Migos retired. I guess maybe that's how I, I'm not in touch with that. I didn't know they retired from or either their group yeah, broke they, up, maybe. Did you know while. that? Yeah, um, I believe yeah. Offset and Takeoff had released their own album like in the last somewhere sometime yeah. last summer. I don't know the but I do believe that when the beginning of this year started, or going into this year, I remember them kind of making that announcement that they're taking a break. Okay. Quavo and, and um, Takeoff had released a, another type of project. And then, um, I'm sorry, Offset was separate. And he he did a few things here. Yeah. Which, which was kind of strange. Don't you think that's kind of strange? Because it's not like they've been in the game very long. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like celebrity wise I mean because they've probably been rapping for a very long time with each other yeah. and trying to get on but I feel like they haven't been in the industry that long to just be like oh we're taking a break I mean you know, you know what I'm saying maybe it's just me think about it they came in here very young um you know what yeah 2022 I would need to go yeah research that but yeah but I I, I don't know like I feel like it's they're still I feel like today's today's artists to come in so quickly and they blow up so yeah, fast like and then it's like oh I'm taking a break yeah so maybe that's kind of what so it is you know and it yes maybe that's what it is yeah and then so what I saw is that like you said Quavo and the other one yeah. take take off well they were on yeah, drink champs recently. right I didn't watch that one though so you might have to tell recently. me recently yeah Recently, it was a good episode. So recently, it was on Drink Champs, and they asked, they got asked about the beef between Nikki and Cardi, and you know they didn't really speak too much on it. But what was surprising to everyone, what what everyone took away from that um, episode of Drink Champs was that when they was asked, who would you choose, Cardi or Nikki? And now Cardi has been down with them forever, and it was surprising to everyone that they chose Nikki. And it was just like, it came, I mean, so many people talk about it. They were talking about it on the radio stations here. And it was just so many people just like, how could they do that? When now they're thinking that, well, maybe they all have some kind of beef with each other. Maybe they're not as close to Offset as we thought they were. Maybe they got some kind of beef with him. And that's why they chose um, Cardi. And then someone said, well, no, one of them was fucking Nikki. He was dealing with her at one point. And I just, I'm just like, I was shocked too. I'm not shocked any of this celebrity I- stuff. Because it's a lot. Come on, you could just be trying to be relevant. You could you be you, yeah. You know, one of yeah. y'all. Yeah, could have been fucking Nikki, and you say, yo, if I say the wrong thing, it might go left. Mm-hmm. And then the third part. Yeah, true, yeah. As you stated, it's just a beef. Um, it's just a beef. It's really just a beef, and I really wish it wasn't. This away, he 
had a second child with yeah. this girl. Maybe they feel she stole Yeah, he did. Beautiful little boy. From first yeah. meeting. I don't yeah. know. I'm just being hypothetical. Yeah. You never know. That's true. Yeah, it could be that. You never so know. I, I but it was just like, and I, and I brought it up yeah. because... I brought it up simply because I, like I said, I was showing through social media and so many people are so team Nikki and so many are so team Cardi. And it's like, there's no crossing those lines. And you just say to yourself, like, damn, I remember when we had little Kim and then we had Foxy Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't really like, oh, I'm all team Foxy or I'm all team little Kim. You know, I'm we didn't give a shit. Like, we just love like, female, like, we just love female rappers, period. Until these other young girls came in the game. You know, they, she was already no. respected. She was never disrespected until then. Artists, female artists um, coming up yep. as a young woman. Um, Lauren Hill, um, yep. everybody, Queen Latifah. They, it was a different type of relationship. When these other young ladies yeah. came in, they wanted to take the stage so bad. The disrespect came yeah. from more to me. This is my opinion, guys. Please don't kill me in the comments. But honestly, from those generations of barbs and stuff, I feel like that's it has because things a little differently, like skewed. Because a lot of times they think, mm -hmm. oh, they're not relevant. We don't have to respect them. We don't have to do these things. And it goes on as they get younger and younger. So it's like it causes yeah, that. It does. You, you know what I mean? Like that narrative or that that talk. And like I said, I feel like. Fans it does more than the artists. I don't feel like it's the artists. Yeah, artists. because someone feel like it's someone made a good point that they said a lot of because like you said with Kim, she didn't get disrespected until these other ones came, these young ones came in. So Nikki was the one that came in and was disrespecting Kim. And a lot of people, someone said, like if you look at the beefs that happen with female rappers today that's in the industry, Nikki is the common denominator. You know what I mean? She's the one that's seemed to have what you let Nikki tell Nikki ain't got a problem with nobody. Yeah. Everybody got problems with her. But it's, it's but she first. seems to be the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. It's like I love how she takes yep. that and she flips it. But that's what people do, you know? To flip it around. Yeah, they do. And, she's, she's and I love Nikki. You, you know, know I do. Props. She's very good at that. Congratulations. She is. She can spin it. She's she can spin good. that shit real quick. To flip it around and say, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I just said this. She just it. And so recently, I love it. So let me tell you this, and then we're gonna we're gonna move on from this conversation too, because we have others to cover. So recently, Nikki and JT, you know JT, that girl from City Girls. Shout out to the City Girls. Fucking love the City Girls. Um, she got on live with Nikki and announced that her and Nikki are doing a song together. They doing a group. I forgot what it's called. Called the Queen Something. I just saw it. And so, of course, Cardi saw it because, you know, Cardi did the song with the City Girls, right? And Cardi saw it. And Cardi's kind of like, what the fuck? And I think she ended up calling JT a lapdog. So her and JT started <laughs> Her and JT started beefing on Twitter. Let me tell you something. A lot of beef happens on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is, what, 140 characters? I think it's maybe a little bit more than that now. But for it to be such a platform where you can't say that much... There's so much beef that and, happens you know, on Cardi fucking Twitter. On Twitter. That's her, Twitter that's is like the playground for beef. We watch her on Twitter. Yo, yo everybody, yo. Kanye rants on Twitter. Peach, everybody <laughs> loves Twitter, yo. They love it so, so I, much I'm because not, it's the I'm playground for beef. I can't to any of it. But I believe you. I believe that happened. I do believe it's Cardi would have called her a lap dog. A lot of times when people like tell you. And now. Yeah. That's what she said. That's what she said. She called her a lapdog and Nikki and then was on live. And so her and JT was going back and forth. So it's, it's a never ending cycle, but you're right. It's these younger girls that are coming up in this rap game. Cardi called you a lapdog. Yeah. It's the younger girls. It's the younger girls that are coming up in this rap game that have no respect for one another, no unity, no sisterhood for them. And they just beefing because they want to know who's the but best, who got the best lyrics, who um, wear the best shit. I mean, they might be mad at me later, but girl, no, you're not in those categories. I'm glad if Nikki or Cardi get girl, on Girl, I love to see girls. Young lady. Yeah. I like y'all. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not at the level of show. Cardi or Nikki. Do. Oh my God. But, you know, I'm, I'm a huge City Girls fan. Your, your grooves. I love it. I've listened to a lot of your songs, your videos, everything so sexy, whatever. But girl, just be glad if Cardi or did you come on y'all song, y'all be blessed. Okay? Yeah, be blessed. You're right. You're right. That's all. Be blessed. Be blessed.
Okay. Well, let's move on to, let's talk about something real quick that I wanted to talk about. And I should have started with this before we got into all this. Is that, <laughs> do y'all know about that student loan debt forgiveness yeah, program that's going on? That. <laughs> What? Listen, I signed up for it. It took me no That's more right. than two minutes to do it. But now that all these people yeah. signed up, right? Of course, yeah. the site crashed for a lot of people. Thank God it didn't for me. But now that people signed up for it, the people are excited about getting some of their debt canceled. I don't think all your debt's going to be yeah. canceled. I think some of it will be canceled. And now, you know, Senate want to block it. They don't want to help people. They don't want us to be out of this debt. They want people to be forever in debt to these institutions that they're never going to fucking pay. Like, that's a bill that probably will never get paid. So let's, let's is a student loan debt. It's not the institution you're indebted to. It's a financial company. It has nothing to do with the institution. It's the financial company. The institution company. takes the money just mm -hmm. like... It's the government. You know, when we get a car loan, per se. Come from the financial person. The yeah. Person. So a JP Morgan Chase or whomever, if you want to go back, we could talk about all the different mm -hmm. financial institutions. Sally May, who... Sally May, motherfucking Sally May. Had to pay some restitution to some people for, um, um, you know, swindling them. And soon we talk about schools that yeah. closed. And you know, Sean, you went to Morris Brown. They lost their accreditation for a while. Yeah, my school bad. closed. Yeah, but in a minute, yeah, they all, did. You know, in that little time frame, y'all, y'all degree didn't mean nothing, but you paid for it, right? I went through the same mm -hmm. thing because I went to a smaller yep. institution that was just like a localized institution. Was in a university, but they lost their accreditation, and I kept walking around like I got this piece of paper. It doesn't mean shit. I could wipe my ass with it. Nobody cares. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Accreditation yeah. is gone, and yep. I'm paying that lose that accreditation. That's and it. So I understand that the loan forgiveness program is in existence, like you said, and I understand the fact that yeah. it has to be a program criteria, right? We fall inside of something to yeah. qualify. So we may not just like, oh, you're zero. Yeah. One, I get that. No. Um, what they're mm -hmm. trying to do right now is that they don't even want us to get the assistance to even try to rectify. No, they that's don't. That's the part that is like upsetting. No. Because states, even with the federal, you know, people forget when the federal government puts something into law, even if it passes Congress and the House and the Senate, if the states don't adopt it, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean It doesn't shit. work. No, it doesn't. I don't think people do. You I don't think people recognize that. You're right. It has to go through the branches, but it still has to be adopted by your state. So you're saying, I got forgiven. Mm -hmm. Your state said, nope. Now we're going to, you know what? I saw just today, as you brought this up, I saw an article about some states saying now they're going to apply this loan forgiveness debt to your taxes. They're, they're Can you believe that? Yeah. To make sure, no matter what President Biden did, they're they collect something. Now slap you with a tax lien and say it's part of your taxes. So now we're even out of the conversation of forgiveness. We're, we're, I mean, in, the conversation we're in the conversation of debt. of debt. That's it. And that's why I get it. I get it. That's it because they don't want Gen Zers, whatever they want to call them, the newer kids. They don't want to fucking go to college. I get yeah. it. What the fuck would I want to go sit and get seventy thousand? No, they don't. Debt for no mm -hmm. fucking reason. I still have to open my own business because nobody pays. Me. What am I doing? Yeah, and then when they don't want to go to college, because then and the reason why is because they don't like well, say they don't want to take out the loans, they don't want to owe people I, for the rest of their lives, and a lot of them are very smart. Seven thousand dollar debt, and no matter how many times I try yeah. to work it out, do payments, it's still at seventy thousand dollars. Why can't it go away? I went to school. When it's I was never gonna working. end. Somebody help me. It's never gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. And I, I feel like the student loan debt is just something. The U.S. just Absolutely. loves for us to hang over us. It's the way they make money because the interest rate that, that racks up on these loans that none of us are paying. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably when you meet someone who's paid off their student loan, which I think I met one person who's done that. And I was like, I did. I got someone I used to work with. And I was like, wow, wow. you paid off your student loans? And, and you know, and it, like, who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? That person, you got a job right out of school that was able to allow that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. Know. And I'm not judging nobody for yeah. this. I think all debts should be paid. I'm not saying that. But girl, I'm 50. You gonna let me go it's to not gonna happen. with 70 grand on my back from y'all? And then on top of this, yeah. let me tell people this. They don't care. So I went to go, you know, try to do my financing for homes. And I realized that they add that yeah. to what you qualify for. Now notice. Oh, yeah. They subtract that 70 mm -hmm. grand out of what they can give you for your loan. 
So what are we talking about here? Are we talking about a system of mm. payback? Or are we talking about keeping certain groups in a certain way? Because they're keeping certain groups in a certain way. They keep you in debt. I heard it because, of course, I wasn't a home buyer earlier in my life. I'm trying to buy it in my later yeah. life. And then she says, wait, how much is your student debt? And I told her, I said, well, this is what I did. You know, I paid some interest, but it's still at this number. He goes, oh, well, we got to subtract that. We can yeah. give you that as part of it. So your down payment goes balloon it's i mean it's just a way so, to keep people down okay, well, yeah it's a way to keep people down from achieving the things that they want in life exactly institution for a house that i want to buy and purchase. so this is how so crazy going. you know i actually have an episode coming Absolutely. up about that yeah I have an episode coming up where I'm going to interview these women who have an amazing real estate yeah. company. They're going to talk about all, all of those that. things with the home buying process, the myths, talk about all of it because it's so important because you do have like yourself so many people that want to buy homes. My, I myself who I'm a homeowner, but also want to get something. Um, we need to get a bigger home. And it's like, what do we do? There's so much going on, the high interest rates that we don't really you, know, don't even know where if it's even affordable for like us right now. Random thing like, oh, let's just throw that in there. Like, yeah. This is what we're going to add to that. This is what we're going to do with the interest rate based on yeah. her economic income, based on her culture, based on her where she lives, based on where she wants to buy. The same yeah. thing as redlining. Yeah. But in real estate. Everything takes place. Does that make sense? So it's just to yeah. always keep. That does make sense. Room. And I'm not saying white folks, please, white people, don't think I don't think y'all fall into that category. Some of y'all do. Y'all ain't all in a hundred million yeah. oh, yeah. thousand dollar medium. But just know that affects us all. No. And if we change those laws, everyone... It affects everybody. It's not about color all the time. Mm-hmm. But it does have a bigger way mm-hmm. of people of color and descent of color. Because that's who they wanted to target in the first place. Oh, yeah. It's just that now it affects all communities, not just mm-hmm. the one. And I'm just trying to say, like... We're not just the one. All communities. Yeah, Anybody who's trying to buy, it affects. That's who it affects. Anyone who's trying to buy, it doesn't even matter. Burden. Yep. But let's get into reality TV, which is our favorite subject, which is what we talk about on the phone and act like we're there, act like we're part of the cast, act like we know everybody. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk friends about it. We're going to start with one friends of your, we're going to start, exactly, <laughs> friends in my head. We're going to start one of your favorite, yeah. okay? Kill me with this one. We're going to talk about the Kardashians. Yes, ma'am. Okay? <laughs> the greatest super New family season. on TV, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> they are very super successful. New season on Hulu. First, we thought the show was over, but they decided to come on Hulu. New season on Hulu. I myself actually have been watching it. I got to admit, I have stopped watching the Kardashians for a long time because I felt like, how can I just watch people get richer and better in life? You know what I'm saying? How much more of this I can watch? So, but I'm not hating because they, they're doing their thing. But the new episodes, of course, it started off with Chloe, with Chloe and the whole Tristan situation of him having a baby yeah. and how devastating that was to her. Yeah. And I think that was a really good episode to watch because one, you know, like in my head too, Chloe is like my bestie. Like out of all the Kardashians, I love Kim, I do, but I feel like Chloe is that one that I probably be friends with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like real, real friends with. Right. And, and the fact that she never gets up on love, I think that's what really makes me like her so much because I feel yeah. like she like us. She loves love, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she's always trying to find it. But I think it was such a good first episode to really show her real truth, to show what she was really going through. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they don't share everything. And I just thought she just exuded such great strength. You know what I mean? And that any woman goes through when you've been hurt in that type of situation. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, okay, so you know, my poor husband because he has to be subjected to this stuff, right? So, I know, <laughs> you know, and so you know, to a point where you know, I'm like, okay, your football, I'm Kardashians, me in the middle, all right? day, so reality football, reality football. Do. So, he always has this thing about, oh, she's gonna cry in the car, Chris, don't worry about it, she's gonna cry on TV, but when she gets to the car, she's gonna cry, oh, yeah. Right? So, I really appreciated Chloe's vulnerability. Throughout, not just yeah. this season, but just with dealing with Tristan as a whole. I mean, yeah. you know, he didn't have a baby with her, but he did sleep with her sister's best friend. And, yeah, know, that's true. Like, yeah. You know, we yeah. thought that was the dungeon. I was like, no, that's, that's cut yeah. that cheese. It's over, right? So for her to yeah. even still say, I want to be amicable with this man. Maybe yeah. he's just that charming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know is that he's he's young. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I must say, you know, sometimes when I watch him, I get to see him as much. Of course, I don't see them 
you know, like all the time. But I always say to Sydney, yeah, kind of just so charming sometimes with her, and that's okay. And I get it. But yeah. I love that she was able to show, like you said, the hardest part of life is where we want to be amicable yeah. with a person we we say we love or in love with yeah. or um, be a parent and make sure that the, the yeah, child is not good. affected by our antics. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I and I yeah, I, that does I, make I sense. That. I love that she does that as, you know as a reality tv star yeah. that's all she she makes the vulnerability look very important and you know i must say chloe i mean not chloe but um her sister also with with scott when scott took her through some oh stuff, courtney, courtney yeah she did try she didn't stay like to say well you know you're just gonna be fine but she did say you're always their father don't worry about it get yeah. yourself together you know, and I feel like these women yeah, she did. have always exuded that. But I, I really commend um, Chloe because it's like other kids showed up. It was just the weirdest. Out yeah, of the I mean, that's, I mean, that it's crazy. tough. I was just like, man, I probably, yeah, like, like, I'm done. But she did that. Yeah. So it's all good. She did because they had that other baby coming at yeah, the same time. Right? And I mean, you know what I'm saying? That she didn't know, she didn't know is that she did agree to marry him. You know what I'm saying? That was very shocking yes. when that came out that she did agree to marry him. Full well knowing he had this new yeah. baby coming. You know what I mean? Like, Tristan, you just really fucked up. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think she tried and she tried as much as she could. You know what I'm saying? I think she'll always love him for simply being the father of her children, but I think she tried her best, like she said. And this probably was the last straw for her, but you know you what? You never know. know. You know I, what I mean? I don't know. She I loved the her, way she loved him. When I see her speak of him, I still see the glitter in her eye. For him, yeah. hoping for the best. I yeah, see, I'm I hoping for the best too because you never know they might be back. You know, I don't know yeah. her personally, but I'm just like, like you said, it's my be- you know, it's our best friends in our head. And I, when I see her, she reminds yeah, me of any yeah. of my girlfriends, and I'm like, I see the glitter still in her eye. That she wants. Oh yeah. To feel oh that yeah. Best of something better. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good season. I gotta admit, you know, Kim is just doing Kim as you know. <laughs> being successful, being sexy and shit, dating Pete Davidson at that time, you know what I'm saying? Which was very interesting to watch. You know what's so crazy? It was nice to hear her say about being with him. She was just really able to be herself where she didn't have to wear makeup, she could wear sweatsuits, versus when she was with Kanye, she always felt like she had to be dressed up. Like one, he's dressing, yeah. right? But she always felt like she had to be dressed up, made up to the T, and just almost like as if she always felt kind of judged yeah. with him. You know what I mean? Because it always has to be a moment with him versus with Pete. She was just able to just be herself. And it was just a fun relationship for her. Although it probably didn't work out, but I feel like it was just a fun relationship for her versus what she, her marriage was, where she was able to let her hair down and just, just let go. You know, because Kim cares so much about what people oh, think of her. I like mean, she her, really her. cares about that. She is the walking brand of herself, right? So, yeah, yeah she's gonna, she is. She, all right, so she plays the fence, right? Because she she needs yeah. that, and then she needs it, right? So it's a yeah. borderline. And she trusted Kanye so much with that part of her when she met him. Mm-hmm. She lost herself to me. Because she did. Like, she didn't know who she was. I'm like, listen, I always told you this, even when they first started being together, and I, and I said, dang, I love Kim, her style. I love Chris Jennifer. You know, Chris Jennifer's yeah. favorite. I feel like she's a style maybe. Yeah. I love, I love her, the way she is yeah. as a woman, businesswoman, and her style, and the way she treats the children. Oh. So, I mean, she decorated her like, homes. Yeah, oh, God. Style, and they picked that up from her. You know, I feel like mom, you know, sprinkled that good fairy dust on her. Yeah, that's where they get it from. They get yeah, it from Chris, most definitely. Is, you know, to me, she's the GOAT, to me. But anyways, long oh, yeah. story short, I was just saying to myself, when she met Kanye and started dating him, and then it was like, I said, okay, I get it. I, I love Kanye. He's cool. Like I said, he's a talented young man. But when did he become the, mm-hmm. the, the, the speaking voice of what fashion is? I don't know. When did what he ever is. dress yeah. in a way where yeah. I thought he was some type of fashion icon? I didn't see it. I didn't yeah. understand what he was saying. And yeah. then it was like, all of a sudden, when you saw more of them interacting, I said, he's just controlling. It's not about He's controlling. He was. He was controlling. He was. And she she was right yep. in step with that because people mm-hmm. might judge her and talk about her, but I do know Kim is a people pleaser in some senses. Yeah, she is. Where she, her and her man, whoever her man is, she loved them to death. And she wanted to do everything to make her yeah. feel like men and be happy with her as well. And then she cares about her brand. Yeah and what she presents. 
So she trusted him so mm-hmm. much. And I, and along those years when they were together, I just felt like she lost a lot of her sensibility. I felt like the fashion was so different. She I didn't did. really, I wasn't loving all of it. I just felt it was way off yeah. my speed because I know she has so much more to give and so much more to attribute yeah. to her style. And I, I just felt she was lost in that. And I, and I, I felt bad she about was. that. And she said it. And she said on the episode, um, I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but she did say it in terms of like she was trying to figure out what her style yeah, was now without Kanye. You know what I mean? So she was just trying to figure it out, playing around with a lot of different things. So she did. She really yeah. lost herself. But you know what I'm really loving about the Kardashians this season? It's Courtney and Absolutely. Travis Scott. I'm really loving their... First of all, their relationship is so fucking sexy. Like, it's just... It zoos sex off the TV screen. And it's so good to see Courtney in a place where she thought she said she would never be do you know what I mean like she never she never wanted to get married she was the number one sister that never wanted to be married and to see her in love and I mean so so in love to have this man that loves her so much so affectionate we've never seen this kind of affection from her with Scott I always go back to the fight they had which is the most uninteresting (laughs) (laughs) and I She is. Kim said that shit to her, but she is the most interesting one on this season of the Talking Kardashian. The most interesting girl. She's doing her best. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. I love the the. I love the blending of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like everything about it. I love the sexiness of it. And to see her married and see her so happy. Oh my God. It just has been the highlight of the season for me is to see them two together. And I mean, at one point, every time they're together, they're, yes, they're making out. Like, you know, they can't stop kissing. Look at that high school love that we used to like. like oh my God. Isn't that what it is? Love, That's what it looks like. It's like that high school love like, you know, when you're you, you like, you on this guy so much. Start making out because you're like, this is the fine little guy. Yes. Like, but I'm make out with you right here in this locker real quick. Nobody's looking. Oh yes. my God. It's so good to see. I, I mean, it really is a good relationship to look at. I think one of the things I'm I'm not most excited about on this season is that I don't know, Kylie and Kendall lives are not really that interesting to me. Or either they really don't show as much as the other sisters do, of course. They um, I think they're yeah, trying, think but still, I feel like they still have these kind of, especially Kylie. Kylie really don't let you see her outside of the job. Like she'll go to her mom's house or sister house, but you're not going to her house. You don't see her at her house. You don't see her with her children. Kendall will let yeah, you in her home. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. Like Kendall. Yeah, beautiful home. She's always so different. She's really the country. I want to be with the animals, and I thought she's the fashion model. But she's the more she's the more laid back. Like she's yeah. more on the Jenna side versus like the Kardashians. You know what I mean? She just never lost her homegrown roots. No, she hasn't. Even she with loved all of that, to be at home. She loved to be surrounded by animals. She is a sweatsuit, horseback riding. I could see her in a in a barn, you know, like sweeping up the yeah. door and putting it away. And you know, like I feel like she's that girl. Mm-hmm. She's just one of those type of girls riding yeah. her dirt bike, whatever. You know, she just she's always been that way, but. I think that, you know, Chris and Gams came to her as a natural thing. She's a beautiful girl and yeah, she's in a great family and that, that allowed her to be in that avenue. But I just don't think that defines her at all. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. It really don't. And it's, it's always good to see them all together. And uh, I mean, because it's so many of them. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see them all together. On this on this season two, they talk about the lawsuit from China, from Black China. Yeah, I which is interesting. You know, they can't talk too much about it, but you know, it's yeah. ongoing. And and I think that in one of the interesting episodes too is when Kim made that controversial statement, they got all that news, you know what I'm saying, about entrepreneur women, women in business. And I was like, you are buying Chris. The new season is on, so I'm definitely interested in watching that season. And then, cause we're gonna wrap this show up, um, what other season? I think the only thing that's left is the salt, the Housewives of Salt Lake City, the Jen Shaw. <laughs> well, listen, Christine, I appreciate you being on the show with me through all the technical difficulties we had today. <laughs> I appreciate you being on the show with me. Finally had you on the show, guys. I'm super excited. This show will definitely air on um, next Thursday. And I can't wait for it to come out because I feel like I had so much fun with this show. Love talking about reality TV and all trending topics. You know, we love talking about that kind of stuff. It always makes us laugh and let makes have us live in their moments at times. 
But I just want to say, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me and Chrissy here on the Girl Techno Podcast. Make sure you download the podcast on all your streaming platforms. Also, the full episode is available to watch on YouTube. So until next time, guys, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Girl Take Note Podcast. Make sure to follow, review, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. And remember, take time to enjoy the journey. Until next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.